Hello and welcome to another episode of Lead Pod. This week we're unpacking our sometimes toxic expectations of teens as teens of the summer and how things have changed throughout COVID. Before we begin, we'll introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Lena. I use she/her pronouns, and I'm a rising junior. Yeah. Hi, my name is Antra. Um, I use she/her pronouns, and I'm also a rising junior. Hi, my name is Christina, and um, I'm also a rising junior, and I use she/her pronouns. Hi, I'm Miriam. My pronouns are she/her, and I'm also a rising junior. Amazing. So, just like to start out, I want to say that. I don't really know where our expectations started, like who created them, but I know that we all kind of have this expectation for the summer to either do something super cool, travel somewhere, or make a big advancement in like our social lives or just have a really good time or something like that. Or either we have to keep up academically, like something. There's always some sort of goal that we set for ourselves for the summer. And sometimes it's subconscious. I think it's just like been so normalized that we have to do something during the summer. Um, or else we're like lame or not as good as other people. And I just am kind of like so interested to see what other people's perspective on this is because I've always wondered why we have to do something during the summer. Like why can't we just relax or just live our lives and do whatever we feel like instead of having this. And like, I feel like it's an insecurity for me, whether I do something like quote unquote cool or not. Um, so yeah, I just want to know what you guys' thoughts are of this. Like, how did you see it growing up? Yeah, so like for me, I think when I was younger, it was kind of like influenced by my parents and stuff to do like better academically, you know, catch up on your studies or whatever. Like that's something my parents would say a lot to do. And I think the older I got, I still kind of had those like voices in my head and stuff to kind of do better academically. Um, but then I think with like social media and like my own like desires and stuff I wanted to be like really productive throughout the summer so I think that was also something that was really influenced like looking at other people's like daily schedules and lifestyles and stuff like that which is something that I also wanted to aspire and be and then you can sometimes get really tough on yourself if you like don't do that so yeah yeah I totally agree with what you just said like I feel like when I was younger, my parents always told me, like, if you don't do something during the summer, you're like wasting your time, basically. And thinking back now, that's like a really bad mentality to put on, um, like, basically a child, you know, like, you shouldn't be telling them that they need to keep working, because summer is supposed to be a break. So yeah, I was definitely also influenced by my parents. Um, And I think like, Also recently, I noticed like as I was growing up and now I'm like a high schooler, I think we're also influenced by the media to kind of romanticize summer a little bit. And, you know, you see on like Pinterest or whatever on Instagram, people are like having fun with their friends and stuff. You have like really unrealistic expectations about what you're supposed to do during the summer, like how it's always supposed to be super fun or like you're never just like not doing anything. You're all supposed to be hanging out with your friends or doing something. Yeah, I, I find that that's also really unrealistic. And I don't know, I feel like it's it's kind of disappointing once you realize like, no, you don't, you're not always gonna be doing that. It can be just disappointing. So that's also something that I realized was kind of influencing us from the media. Yeah, I um, kind of, similar to what Antra and Christina said. 
I feel like a lot of it has to do with like social media and like, like obviously what people are posting online about their summers is like a very curated version of it. It's not like the authentic thing. So like when um, you see people like going to all these cool programs and traveling the world and doing all these interesting things, it's like they only pick out like the best moments and take pictures of them and post them. Like that's not like the reality of it at all. And um, I don't know, I feel like a lot of like, it's like a universal thing for, for people to just like compare themselves to what they see on social media when it's not like a realistic image, like in any sense. Yeah, to kind of just like go on that, I think that like, even like you sometimes like see like friends on like Instagram or Snapchat and they like, post every time they're out with people or every time like they're with people and stuff like that and it kind of like honestly like those people that like have to post every time they're out I kind of feel bad for them because like they have this need to show that they have friends or that they're doing something because they have these like own vulnerabilities and they're like very self-conscious of themselves because um I think I was a little bit like that too. And I sometimes see myself doing that too, like posting a lot when you're with friends and stuff like that. But when you're alone, you're not posting anything. And it's really like your own insecurities that kind of, I know like you can also do it for for fun. But then again, like as Miriam said, they're very curated moments. And I think even when people do post on social media that when they're like with their friends or doing something really fun and stuff, it's like, they're not really living in the moment because they need it need to show it to another person and they think that you know everyone's looking at their life but in reality like no one could like care less and stuff like that in that situation no definitely and I think that's a good point to bring up is like how posting on social media especially when you're supposed to be having a good time and you're just really nervous and I guess insecure about how people are going to perceive you you're not really enjoying the experiences that you're having and summer is so short to me like this summer has gone by so quickly. It's already August and I seriously feel like it should still be June. Um, and I, I honestly understand also like the feeling of posting only when you're with friends, because I feel like for me, my life is like so boring all the time because I'm just like working and I'm not going to post anything at work. But then when I go out with my friends, um, which is like not that often, but when you look at my like Instagram or Snapchat or something, you might think it's really often because I don't post myself like doing boring things. Um, And that's definitely like when I look at that and when I'm like looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, people could be comparing themselves to me and seeing like, oh, you know, she's always going out and having fun during the summer. Like I should be more like that when in reality, like that's not real. Um, And it is very curated. Um, And like Antra was saying, I don't think there's anything wrong with posting for fun, but it's really important to unpack the reasons behind why you're doing that. And like, if you're just doing it for like um, people to think you're cool or to think that you had a good summer experience or something like that. And yeah, there's just so much there that I never realized until now that I'm just looking back on and it's really crazy. But I also think that things have changed during COVID because with like, especially with um, the CDC, like taking back their mask mandate thing and kind of being like, oh, wait, actually, uh, the Delta variant is really contagious. And um, regardless of your vaccination status, you should still continue to wear masks inside. And that is really um, influencing this summer. And I think that 
during the beginning of the summer when not that many people were vaccinated is also and that influenced it um and maybe people now that like there's you know these outdoor concerts going on and they're not at them they're kind of thinking oh like I wasted my summer when in reality like we also have an excuse now that we need one but uh there's a pandemic and there still is a pandemic happening right now and it wasn't always safe and it isn't always safe to have large gatherings and I think that we don't we don't give ourselves enough credit for what we've gone through and like what's happening in the world. And we just take all the blame on ourselves being like, oh, I'm not cool because I'm not hanging out with my friends. Yeah, for sure. And I think that the thing about people thinking like, oh, I wasted my summer because like I didn't hang out with my friends enough, like, or I didn't go to enough social gatherings or like, you know, special events. That's like, it's kind of relatable, especially with COVID, like, I kind of felt like that personally because for me, um, me and my friends were like kind of busy this summer. So we all had like different schedules. So we couldn't really, you know, find that much time to go out together. And I kind of felt like, I don't know, like I was missing out a little bit. But looking back, it's really not anything to, uh, you know, feel like sad about because in reality, I was like getting stuff done by myself. But I think subconsciously, I was kind of thinking, oh, I wasted my time because I didn't, you know, spend it meaningfully, meaning like with my friends or whatever. No, definitely. I agree with that. I think that we only see something fun or productive as like this very stereotypical view that's portrayed in like all these dramas and like high school movies with a very like inaccurate representation of what high school actually is like. Um, and I, I feel like that perspective where we're supposed to be having like, quote unquote, the time of our lives in high school, um, when in reality, we're just like having a lot of homework and stress because of, you know, college applications coming up and like that's put on us because we live in Fairfax County also where we have all this competition here. And we've been told throughout whatever, however many years we've been living here that, um, you have to stand out and that you can't talk about whatever's happening with your academic life. Um, and even just in school in general, I'm sure this is with other areas too, not just in Nova, but um, the pressure that you have in high school to just like be successful, whether it's from your family or now from yourself is just crazy. And I think that it's really ridiculous to expect us to just be able to forget everything and have a good summer without like feeling as if we're moving backwards academically and then feeling guilty about that and then feeling like oh I need to go and like open a textbook and study like I've had that happen where I'm I'm like having uh just just watching Netflix or something and I'm like oh I shouldn't be doing this right now because when I go back to school I'm just gonna be like so dumb that I'm not gonna remember anything and I think that there's that like subconscious expectations of ourselves to both not forget anything, have a really good summer, relax, be recharged, feel ready for the next year, go travel somewhere crazy, and also like have a glow up, like all in the same two months. And that's just impossible. Yeah, going back to what you said about like the movies, I mean, every time we watch like shows or movies about high schoolers, you can just tell that it's what adults think high schoolers' lives are like. And it's really frustrating because like that's that's not how it is in reality at all. And you know how 
older people always say like oh when I was your age or like stuff like that they kind of look down on younger people like even I find myself doing that sometimes <laughs> to younger people um I feel like they just think that our lives are way easier because now they've like gone past this stage in life right but um I feel like everyone's situation is different you know and it's it really doesn't help that they kind of romanticize high school like that and like also you never see them doing like homework or you know studying really hard in the te- in, in the um, movies and tv shows so yeah you can just tell that those were like written by adults yeah and I think that like also with like the tv shows and like movies me personally I've like never like really resonated or related to like a character or like a tv show or anything like that because like none of them are relatable but then I think like at the same time people make those tv shows so that's kind of like you could kind of like get outside of what you're doing and like for reality they're kind of like this other whole persona made up world so you can kind of just like get away from what you're doing right now and I think that's what attracts more people to watch those type of shows and then kind of like segueing into like the hot girl summer and everything like that I think that's also kind of from like oh you know you have to be that girl I don't know if you guys heard of it or anything but it was like on TikTok where it's like be this really productive girl that wakes up at like 5 a.m a.m in the morning and like works out and like does all this like other productive stuff and I think that's so unrealistic because everyone's life again is like so different from one another and you can't really like go off another person's like agenda or daily routine for the day because that isn't really your life and you know I think whatever makes you happy the most is what you should keep on doing and yeah no I definitely agree and like with that hot girl summer thing I think that social media specifically TikTok as we were talking about in the like one of our last episodes it can be so toxic to our perception of ourselves and how we feel about ourselves because this like hot girl summer thing where we have to also like the thing that I was mentioning before like with the glow up where we have to conform to these beauty standards and stereotypes about teenage girls and our bodies are still like developing and everything also we are being told that like you have to look a certain way in order to be hot or like have a hot girl summer and I think that that's really toxic because it's coming from people our own age and you want to like I think people in general have a um kind of a people-pleasing tendency and you have to really and work at undoing that in order to step away from it and not be a people pleaser anymore. And I've noticed in myself that I'm like, well, if there's like, you know, the people at school, if they aren't like, oh, wow, you know, she looks good, then I haven't succeeded in life when in reality, it's that really doesn't matter. And I, I found myself having these like shallow thoughts sometimes and like these unhealthy thoughts, honestly, where I'm like, oh, I need to do whatever to um, look more like this model or something. I look more like this girl in this TikTok video. And I think that having that also like piled on top of us is just another stressor. And it's another like crazy expectation that people have of the summer. And honestly, I think that it's really unhealthy for these. I mean, a lot of them are even younger than me. 
seeing these TikToks and making these TikToks about like, you know, COVID ruining your body or whatever. And I think that there's a lot of like misinformation and there's a lot of unhealthy information and unhealthy media spread around. And that's yet another thing that influences how you feel about yourself during the summer. Yeah, what you said about like um, people wanting to get approval, like when you think about that in real life, it's such a powerful thing because people do anything to, you know, get the approval of their peers or, you know, just like the general public. That's why people post on Instagram, on social media, because they want to get people's approval. They want people to know that they're like cool or something. So especially with like such young audiences on, for example, TikTok or like Instagram now, you see like elementary schoolers on there. It's it's like kind of terrifying. Like I can't imagine my life being kind of dictated by something like social media it's kind of scary and I think it's really not helping with you know stuff like getting rid of the unrealistic expectations that we all have during summer and also just during general life like people are letting their lives being controlled by social media and like these just like unrealistic expectations and it's honestly just like super toxic yeah and I guess like also with social media like I think as like Christina she was like saying like younger kids like on social media and like I like see the effects of it like with my cousins and stuff like they're like pretty young like seven ten years old and stuff like that and they're talking about issues and like certain topics that I didn't even like know were a thing like that young of an age like um kind of things like I think my nine-year-old cousin was talking about like eating disorders and I didn't even know what eating disorders were when I was like nine years old and stuff like that and I think it kind of rubs off with the whole social media thing about it where they're being like normalized to like a lot of these things at a young age and like things that they you know shouldn't really you know like have to worry about at such a young age I feel like um because like they kind of come later but yeah, I think like with the younger generation, like again, I'm honestly sometimes like scared for them because they're like worrying about things that they shouldn't have to worry about. As someone with like a lot of like younger cousins, like the majority of my cousins are younger than me and I also have a uh, younger sister. I can agree with what you're saying. Like they're getting exposed to things that like I didn't even know were like even know like existed until I was like 13, 14. And they're like, um, like eight, nine, ten years old. But also, like, not to diminish your point or anything, but there's like also a positive side to like the social, the whole social media thing. I think especially for the younger kids, because like you can see on TikTok, like they're doing those like fidget videos, and I think they're so cute. And like they're just, it's so refreshing to see just like kids being kids, and like just doing this is kind of off off topic but just kind of like just like doing kids stuff and like not like worrying about things like oh um I don't look in this good in this video my voice sounds annoying in this video like they're just so carefree and it's just like it's really heartwarming to see that and I don't know I just wanted to bring that up because while yeah social media does kind of it it's it's mostly bad for them but like 
I don't know, there's some good to it. Oh, definitely. And I think that that's actually not off topic because we are like in this episode, we're just talking about like, why are their expectations and what are we supposed to even be doing during the summer? And I think that especially for like young children or like youngish children, um, being a kid is really important. And that's just, honestly, that's the only thing that should be expected of someone during the summer. I mean, a kid during the summer is like being themselves and having fun and just not thinking about school. Um, and I think that as Antra was saying before, like social media kind of makes kids be more mature than they are. And like not in, sometimes it's in a good way because they can be more aware about things, but also sometimes it's in a bad way where we have a nine-year-old comparing themselves to like a 20-year-old, um, like with their body and appearance wise. And that's just like, I, I remember being there as like a 12-year-old or 11-year-old when I was watching a lot of like makeup videos and everything. And I would see these YouTubers who were like 25 and I'd be like, why don't I look like that? And it just, it's really toxic because I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that that just comes with time and I shouldn't try and like make myself appear older um, for many reasons. And like that kind of an influence wasn't good just because I had no education about that. And like, I was just kind of inferring from watching that video, like, oh, this person has a bunch of subscribers and is really successful. Like I should look like them when I'm, you know, older, but also like, why don't I look like them now, I guess. Um, But yeah, I think that it's so weird that we have like all these things that are being thrown at us for the summer. And now I don't even know what to say is the right thing to be doing or like, is there a right thing to be doing during the summer? Because I, I don't know. And this is like the first time that I'm realizing how toxic even my own expectations of myself have been each summer. Yeah. I think like with summer, people get like really bored and when they get really bored they have time to think about what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong and I think like even with COVID I just was so like in my head about every single thing I did and I felt like I should have done more I should have like worked out more I should have studied more I should have done this more like and you just like never feel good about yourself I think that also comes with the summer because you know when we're school we're like busy with like school and friends and sports and clubs and stuff like that and I think in the summer you're kind of just like oh what do I do now and then when you don't have progression you just feel bad and I think like with my own thing about it is is like whatever I'm doing and I feel good doing it I should just keep on doing that And then like, I'd like to like, whatever you like doing the best, just kind of like stick to that. And like, that'll maybe like give you some sort of happiness in the summer. If you're not really doing anything like going out with friends or traveling and stuff like that, especially with like COVID, you know, just like doing things at home that make you happy. Just like um, trying to hold like the small things the most, like, oh, maybe just going and getting Starbucks you know like try to find the happiness like in the small things basically yeah it's so true I agree with that so much like summer is it's a nice time it's a good opportunity to go like traveling or you know hang with your friends but that shouldn't be the expectation because like everyone automatically associates summer with like travel right that's like one thing that we always think of Um, during summer break but like don't be expected to do all those things like honestly just stick to what you love doing the most because 
I mean, in the end, if you force yourself to do something that you're unhappy doing, you, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be very mentally um, taxing and damaging to you. So I think honestly, just you know, finding something that you're passionate about, finding something that you would enjoy working hard doing, like you wouldn't you wouldn't feel guilty about not doing it. That too. I think that's really important. And that's also what I tried to do during the pandemic last year, um, because that summer, like that was a different summer <laughs> for everyone. So yeah, and I think that kind of really helped me um, cope a little bit with just like staying cooped up at home. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't even think about last summer as a summer. It's just kind of a blur of as the quarantine for me, but I totally like now that I'm looking back on it it's just like crazy because the expectations I had going into 2020 for my summer were completely different than how it ended up um and I think everybody's like year was like that and it's just really weird to think about honestly um now but I also think that with the um kind of finding something that you like and something that you enjoy that's it relates to what we were talking about last time when um you can't just rely on one thing and honestly that one thing is like studying and like school and being successful after high school which is really easy to get sucked into the trap of being obsessed with that um and trying to do all these camps and these workshops and everything during the summer trying to like make the most of it quote unquote and um preparing for your college applications whenever they are and I think that that is a really really toxic way and a really good way honestly to lead to burnout even before you start your like junior or senior year which are the more important years of high school um and although I say that like without any uh negative connotation like that they're more important um that's also a stress in itself where we go into these years thinking we have to do better than last year and that's really stressful and a lot of the time also leads to people trying to study before we go into it trying to review and everything and I think especially this year when a lot of us are going to be transitioning from fully virtual to in person again after like almost two years we need to cut ourselves some slack and like that's one way to put it I guess where we have to give ourselves credit for everything we've been through and also for the fact that we're going to struggle a little bit with the in-person school and it's going to be harder um and I think that if the school systems have our best interests in mind then they'll understand that and hopefully they'll be doing some sort of like weaning into the gear and like understanding and be understanding of um deadlines and everything and yeah I think that when we go into the school year and maybe it, for me it's like math class usually where I'm like oh my like I should have done something during the summer because I completely don't remember this um and I have that kind of regret and guilt build up in me and I just I think that that's so easy to have and I just I have to think back on it and be like during the summer I did what I wanted to during the moment and or like mostly did <laughs> and I felt satisfied during the moment um so I should feel satisfied now and even if I didn't feel satisfied during the moment 
it's like, it's over now. So I can't really change what happened during June and July this year. I can only continue to make this next school year better than the last school year and cut out more time for self-care and more time for my mental health than I did last year. And I think it's really important to be aware of how we characterize and think of ourselves and our past experiences and make sure not to like put ourselves down for what we did at another point in time. Yeah, for sure. That's like so relatable. Like I also just can't do math. Like (laughs) I like math is just not my thing. And like, I totally get what you mean because in our school curriculum, at least, um, our math kind of all builds on top of each other. So if you didn't learn or if you didn't like completely get a concept from last year, you're screwed for next year. Cause like, they're gonna, ha- they're gonna spend like, what, like 10 minutes reviewing it. And then they're gonna add something onto it. And if you don't get the basic thing, then you're like, you're already screwed basically. And like, it kind of doesn't help that teachers, um, if, especially in like fast paced classes, they don't really spend much time on review. Um, it, I mean, personally, I feel like I need more review, but yeah, I totally get what you mean. Um, going back on topic, like I feel like what's so important during the school year is to just kind of just keep looking forward because like you really can't think, you, you can't start thinking about all the things you should have done or like all of your regrets during the summer because it's already passed. So like you can't do anything about it anyway. So I think even if you can't um, get rid of those like expectations that you have of the summer, I mean, at least during the school year, try to realize that you can't really do anything about, you know, the past now. So like it's already out of your control. So I think it would be much, it would make your life easier to just kind of keep looking forward and keep, you know, anticipating what's going to happen and just like working for what you can control instead of like worrying about what's already in the past. Yeah, I want to um, just add on to what uh, Christina and Lena were like talking about, like the past is in the past, let it go. Like if you go into school and you're like, oh, I should have done more during the summer, like chill like no you didn't the nine and a half months you're in school is plenty time to get any kind of work done that you need just take a break during the summer chill out like it does you don't need to work yourself to the bone like constantly all year round like it's okay to take a break and I feel like it's our school our school system especially just like constantly pressures us to like, don't forget what you learned this year during the summer because you're gonna come back next year and you're gonna be real confused or they're gonna, or they're like, make sure to do a lot of extracurriculars and stuff during the summer, especially now because we're going into junior year. Um, for, so you can have something to put on your college applications. And then I remember um, for my school, especially like our college counselor was sending um, the rising juniors and seniors like programs that they could do during the summer and it was it was like eight emails that he sent and he was like this is a program you can do during the summer make sure not to fall behind blah 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 and it's like I'm already 
working incredibly hard during the nine months I'm in school. And like, I just want to take a break during the summer. Like, I don't want to have to think about school constantly during like my one, like sufficient break during the year. Yeah, that's actually so true. Like, um, when you, when you think about summer, like we've been talking a lot about, um, social uh expectations during the summer but like academic expectations are like kind of different like they hit different you know like I heard or I yeah I like saw someone post about their friend like it was like a birthday post and they're like freshmen and it was like happy birthday like um they said some some nice things about them and then they were like oh, you make, us, you make us all feel bad with the good internships that you get all the time. And like, I saw that. I was like, what the heck? They're like freshmen. Like, it's things like that that make you realize that, you know, like we really should not be expected to do these things like during the summer, during the school year, anytime. Because like, I mean, give us a break, right? Like people always talk about internships and stuff like summer, summer internships, um, like it's also kind of like a, you know, like a summer staple, like traveling is also associated to summer, right? People also associate like internships with summer. I just think that really like that is just really toxic and we really don't need to be worrying about college, you know, during the summer because I mean, we're gonna face that hurdle at one point at some point during the next few years. So I just really think that the entire mindset, especially in our community, like that we're always working harder, like we're always grinding to be better than everyone else. It's super toxic. And like the summer really just, you know, people just do way too much in the summer academically. And it's it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, I think like with the whole like internship, like literally like, So I was like, I'm like one of the officers for our like debate team. And I was like in the group chat and and, um, like one of the presidents were like, oh, introduce yourself and like say a few things about what you're doing. And literally four out of the five people were were like, oh yeah, I'm doing a summer internship at UVA. I'm doing a summer internship at Georgetown, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. And you sometimes like feel like, oh, well, you know, like what about me? Why can't I do that? Or why didn't I try to at least do that? Or why didn't I think about doing that? And then you kind of like assimilate your life to what they're, that other individual who is literally a stranger to your life and like kind of like comparing what you're doing to their lives, which can just be sometimes like, again, like really toxic. And I don't think that we should like try to do that, but I feel like our brains just automatically sometimes do that. And I think it's like really bad to compare your lives to like other people's lives, but because then you'll always just like be in this like rat race with like random people in your lives that have like no meaning to you really. And like, I think like, I think on TikTok, I saw this where they're like, oh, I did this, these clubs and these are my stats that I got into like this, like Ivy League or this school or this school, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, well, shouldn't I be doing those things too? Shouldn't I be like joining those clubs or like trying to aim for that GPA or like trying to like do all these like SAT prep classes or whatever? 
because you're like, well, if they got into that college, then you know what? I can do that too, but which is so like unrealistic because like you are not that person. You shouldn't try to be that person and you shouldn't try to do clubs and try to join things that you're not truly interested in because I think that's when like you yourself, you don't really know who you are and you just have these like really bad expectations on yourself because you're just relating it to another and comparing it to another individual's lives. Yeah, and I just want to say something really quick about like the internships. Again, like keep in mind that all of these or most of these internships that you see um, from like prestigious colleges, they all cost a ton of money, like thousands for like a week or two weeks. And really, the like when people talk about these internships they like try to flex right but like let's be honest we all know that most people who do those like prestigious programs during the summer they're they're rich and they can they can afford it and they you know it's really not like a thing that you should be expected to have on your resume and it's kind of difficult knowing that because there's a lot of people that like can't afford it and it especially with like the IV name in the program it's it just kind of seems really exclusive so like I just feel like those things should not be normalized at all because like people just can't afford them you know so we have to keep in mind that like we shouldn't be expected to do all of these fancy programs because like it's pretty unrealistic for us. No, yeah, literally, like, even the finances aside of all of this, the fact that we're, like, expected to be taking all these tests, too, like, at least for me, I took the SAT and the ACT this summer, and, like, of course, when I got my scores back, it really, it hurt to see other people getting much better scores than me, and I was like, oh, well, you know, that's my fault. And I'm now I'm not going to get into whatever school, which is, you know, I mean, it's not necessarily true. And also it's like super unhealthy because now like Antra was saying, like, it's not even my parents or anybody else who's telling me like these, these expectations. It's just my subconscious being like, so now that this has happened, like something super trivial, um, like over-exaggerated, but like, oh, okay. Now that you like got a 89 you're not going to get into whatever school you're not going to be able to go to college you're going to have to go to community college and then you're going to be like whatever but it's it's crazy because all of my everything that happens in my life feels like it relates back to going to school and like what happens after high school because even during the summer like I think even more during the summer I'm thinking about it and like um I'm just constantly worried about what's going to happen after high school because all these expectations are put on me of needing to be successful, you need to be rich, you need to be like going to a super famous school and, you know, having this amazing job and being, I don't know, like it all honestly is just pretty crazy to think about. And like going back to the finances and like paying for all of this stuff, it's even crazier how much of a like leg up, I guess that's the saying, like how much of a Um, lead rich people have on people who can't afford these SAT prep classes and these internships and paying for like 
even the tuition for these super expensive schools because that's all stuff that is uh, non-controllable. Like you can't control what kind of family you were born into and what social status they have. And being able to afford an internship every summer that's like $2,000 is insane. But you're so much more likely to get into a Ivy League or a really good school if you have these like extracurriculars and these impressive names on your resume. And that's just something that is really affected by what kind of money you have. And that's really sad, honestly. Yeah, I think like like going into like the whole finance thing of it, it's like so crazy to see like how there's like really how big of an aspect money is for like schools and even the college board, like having a paper every time you take the SAT and like all of these other like small programs and books and everything like that. And then you look at these private schools where like parents are paying like $40,000 a year. But I mean, those are for reasons because then these like Ivy Leagues like have an agreement with these schools and stuff that they have to take like these amount of kids from these private schools to go into their Ivy Leagues. Like even in like private schools here in like Virginia, like to go to like UVA and stuff, they like have an agreement with like colleges and being like, oh, we have to take like this percentage of students from like our private school that will go to your college and you have like these college like counselors and stuff like that that literally will work with these students and tell them what sports and extracurriculars they have to do which all leads again into like the whole money thing and sometimes like it's frustrating to see because it's like I you're like well I can never really do that personally for me and then again you're talking about like these internships like Christina said they're like so expensive like literally like three or four thousand dollars for three or four weeks and you're just like what the heck like is it even worth it then because like you're just buying your own like yeah extra curriculum you're like is it even worth it or is what I'm doing even like truly going to change me in any way or am I just doing it for college or am I just doing it to get ahead and I think that's when it's like I was so afraid that, oh, I'm going to get into like a bad college if I don't do this. I'm going to get into a bad college if I don't do this. And I came to like the point where I was like, you know what, like, it's okay if I don't go to a college that, you know, I think isn't good enough for me. Because I think like we, before like most of us go into like the whole college, like experience of it, like I saw like with my sister, she had like such high expectations for like where she would want to get into but and where she like actually went it was like one of her like not like number one choices and stuff like that and guess what she's pretty happy at what where she is right now because she realizes that she's making the most of what she has at that moment and like with colleges and stuff like that like you can transfer at any time like you want like if you go to community college for like two years you can go into like a really good college after that like I've seen so many students do that and I think like with high school like on a percentage of the student's mind is like, I, whatever I'm doing right now, I'm doing for college. But in reality, it like never, that truly never makes the person happy because I think it's whatever makes you happy the most is what you should be doing. And that's what colleges will hopefully see in your resume. Yeah. I just want to kind of go in off of what you two were saying. I kind of am very privileged to be able to go to like a private school and, um, I know the college application uh, process for us is a little bit different and uh, people in our school are generally less anxious than um, 
public schoolers would be like during the college application process, because when we apply, there's only like 30 people in each graduating class. So when we do apply, um, it's a much smaller pool of students that the university is looking at from our school. So like we sadly um, have like much higher chances on getting in than people that unfortunately do not have the privilege to go to private school. So like, I'm really grateful for that. But like also with like all the just things that are considered necessary to get into school, I'm like not even like talking about like programs and internships and all that junk. It's like the SAT and like stuff for College Board. It's like, well, if you want to do well on the SAT, you got to do a prep course and get a prep book and blah, blah, blah. And it's like people end up spending like like thousands of dollars, not maybe, maybe not thousands, but like hundreds of dollars um, taking the SAT. Like to take it alone is like a good amount of money. And then getting the book is is another good chunk of money. And then just doing any kind of preparation for it to like actually be able to get into college because most colleges require it. I know after COVID, like some of them stopped requiring it because they're like, this is useless. Um, but like, it's just so ridiculous how like classist and elitist all of it is because like, that's why you see like most of the like major schools that require like top tier academics to get into like the Ivies or like Stanford or the um, UC schools, like a lot of uh, like the majority of the student population are like extremely rich because they're either like legacy kids or their parents are donors or they were able to afford like all of the extra tutors and prep courses and blah, blah, blah to be able to like actually get into the college, which is just like really upsetting because there are people that like deserve it so much more that can't get there because they just like don't have like the resources. Yeah, for sure. And I also want to talk about like extracurriculars. You know, some people actually consider like doing SAT prep or like, you know, summer prep, like an extracurricular. But, you know, in my point of view, I feel like extracurriculars, especially for college, when they're considered for college, should be something that, um, is not like is is not something that you're doing specifically for college like it's not um it should be something that you're actually interested in like something that's separate from you know all the school stuff that you're working on and during the summer when people do SAT prep and stuff it's not really like I feel like it's not really extracurriculars and same thing with like the internships and the programs like those, I feel like those aren't actually extracurriculars. And it's also another thing that people really expect of themselves to do. They're like, I have to do a ton of summer extracurriculars, but in reality, like you don't need to do all of those things. Like they're, as Miriam said, they're very, it's just like a very elitist point of view, you know? And I think it's just become so normalized at this point that everyone expects it out of themselves. But in reality, like, you don't need those things to get into, you know, to get to where you want to be, not even talking about college, like, college is important, but like, there are many other more important things. So I think in order to work towards where you actually want to be, you don't need to stress too much about what you're doing in high school, especially during like the summer of one of your high school years. 
So, yeah. Definitely. I think that the classism that's so relevant to this topic where, like, I'm also very privileged where I was able to pay, like, my parents paid for me to go to a prep course for the SAT. And it was, like, it was some crazy amount of money, more than you would ever expect, like, like $1,000. And a lot of people take the class more than once so that they can take the SAT more than once. And it's just crazy because like, I, like, I, I don't plan on taking it another time, but it like, even for me to be able to take it that one time without preparation and to be able to do like moderately well on it is such a privilege because I would not have done that well if I didn't do that course that is so expensive and that a lot of people can't afford. And that just shows that like my, my family's income puts me ahead already of a bunch of other people because of my SAT scores. And I'm hoping that more schools start to waive the score. Like I know that it's waived up until like, I think classes of 23 or 22, because it's been like so hard during the pandemic to take it. And also because it's really stupid and pointless. It doesn't show how smart you are. But regardless, like I, I just hope that this shows schools that people people's success in college does not depend on their SAT scores. And there's a lot of factors that play into that money being like one of the number one factors. And it's just so unfair. (laughs) And I think that like for other people that took the SAT during the summer, I know that not only did the SAT scores and ACT scores come out, but the AP scores came out and comparing yourself, not only like your experiences during the summer, but your experiences and your scores that you, your test scores that you took during the school year, like you compare that to other people too. And then you're like, after you get your scores back and you talk to like, you know, people on social media um, or you just see people posting their scores on social media and be like, oh, wow. Okay. So I really should have studied better or I should have studied more this year. And I should have studied more this summer because obviously like I'm not good enough and I'm not as good as all these other people. Um, And that's just so toxic. Like, because we compare not only our bodies, our travel experiences, our college prep, but also our success during the school year and something that happened like months and months ago and now feeling guilty about it. It's like just a whole nother thing that, again, leads back to like being sucked into like the guilt trap and and not being able to live in the moment where you're just constantly thinking about what you should have done and what you could have done to do better. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I also wanted to say that like we, I know a lot of people for sure treat high school like it's the end all be all. Like if I don't do well in high school, like my my future career career is over when like that isn't the case. Like you still have, like even if you don't make it into like an amazing college, like and you end up going to like community college for two years, like Antra said, um, you can always transfer um, after you're able to like get your GPA up or whatever. And like, I think that influences like what our expectations for summer are because we're like, I I don't have time before I graduate. Like I'm graduating in less than two years. I need to like make the most of this time I have when in reality, like you have all the time in the world, like even after high school, like you don't need to treat high school like it's the end of the world. Definitely. If you take anything away from this episode, I think that it should be, we all are feeling the expectations of the summer that are so toxic and unnecessary. Like 
and I don't want to invalidate anybody and how they're feeling, but a lot of us kind of keep to ourselves and don't talk to each other about it. And I think it's really important to talk to your friends and like people who are going through what you're going through because you're not alone. And um, it can feel really isolating to be feeling guilty about what you did during the summer or feeling upset that you didn't do better, whatever that means. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that has changed this year, especially during COVID. And we need to give ourselves even more credit and time and all of that, like to rebuild ourselves and, and get back to whatever normal was before and like to kind of create a new normal because I feel like trying to get back to whatever we were experiencing before is just pointless at this point um and yeah I think that also comparing yourself to other people is just a recipe for disaster and it just makes us all feel really insecure and upset about our own lives and that's really unnecessary yeah I think like again as Lena was saying it is so like unnecessary to compare your life to another individual who is has totally different than what you are and you should just keep on doing what makes you feel the best and sometimes even when you're not feeling the best it's okay you don't need to be at a hundred percent all the time and especially when it comes around in the summer I think it's time for like students like us I mean we only get summer when we're technically students because when we're adults we're gonna have to have a working job where we don't really get summers like a two a whole two month summer off or anything like that so I think it's time for us to relax and like kind of think, you know, what we might want to do and have fun with what like makes us or makes us happy or whatever. And I think it's a time to relax because summer is only mostly for students unless you're like a teacher or anything like that. But, you know, do what makes you feel the best. Yeah, for sure. I think that um, talking about this topic today has really made me feel like I just need to chill out sometimes like you know there's so many so many unrealistic expectations like academically and socially um it's just it shouldn't be like this like it's so normalized and we really just need to take time for ourselves and kind of I guess we can reflect but <laughs> we can just chill too like it should be normalized to just chill during the summer and I think, yeah, talking about this with you guys has definitely reminded me of that, that um, it's super important to just, you know, take time for yourself and not be expected to, you know, be grinding or doing something or working all year long. Just like to draw back on like all the points that we made. Um, don't, don't compare yourself to people on social media because it's all fake. None of it is real. Um, like literally none of it it's all curated to make you think that it's real um uh relax during the summer as christina said it's okay to take a break and just chill out for a little bit because you're working the other nine and a half months of the year um and don't set super big expectations for yourself um that are like completely unrealistic like I'm going to travel the world and I'm also going to do this program and I'm also going to do really well on the SAT this summer and I'm going to take a prep course and blah, 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 blah. Like just take a deep breath. It's okay. Just relax for a little bit. 
you're going to be fine. Definitely. I, I love everything you guys just said. And I really enjoyed this conversation that we had today. And we'll be back again next week with another episode. And thank you so much for tuning in.